How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going okay. I would say that I'm having the time of my life in that hmm. uh, time goes on while I remain here. <laughs> right. Technically, time of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, as long as you don't sing it, we won't get uh, copyright striked. Which is a joke because obviously we use all types of copyrighted content and <laughs> haven't caught us yet. <laughs> That's true. You think this is my real voice? <laughs> no. <Nah>. Right. <laughs> this is someone else. On this the is uh, a famous voice actor from the 20s whose uh, rights I bought for like $2. <laughs> it's like on the word. It's over 150. We're over 150 episodes into this um, social experiment, I guess. And. Um, Every single episode is just a mashed together combination of sounds that I think we've gotten pretty good at making sound like natural. Um, but in reality, it's a lot like those old uh, murderous collages where you're just like taking letters and like be like, we have your like Roomba or whatever. Oh, you mean like the ransom notes from newspaper clippings? I yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I thought of that is because you were the last person to mention newspaper clipping ransom notes like in person that i talked to um roughly a so week ago <laughs> one i believe you but two i don't remember the context for it i don't either. and for anybody listening they just think that's something i do now normally <laughs> <laughs> it's never too late to try mm. new things ransom not uh learning how to make collages obviously yeah i was never arts and crafts enough to really do that yeah. I think it all stems from my peanut allergy and never mm. doing like the peanut butter pine cone with bird seed. Right. So I both simultaneously be like, well, fuck birds and fuck arts and crafts forever. You know? <laughs> it's just, uh, I'm just imagining a small Dave in preschool, like staring at the, uh, the pine cone and the, the peanut butter uh, next to it. And it's just like Japanese death kanji just floats down <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> we, we didn't have almond butter back then. No. I don't think Nutella was at least popularized in the US at that point. I'm sure it wasn't mm. around. Yeah, it's very much in the EU. Did you Germany. guys do any like uh fun arts and crafts that stood out to you? No. From those days? Not at all. Do you remember doing like any type of like <laughs> kid art project like uh taking crayon and getting like a rubbing of a tree? I let things on fire. Dave. <laughs> I mean, that's that's art in a way. <laughs> no, I think um, paper airplanes. That was my thing. That was my jam. I guess that didn't really count in like a classroom setting, but I was homeschooled, so you know, reality is whatever I want it to be. And thus, you've constructed me. <laughs> 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 Did you ever try the paper airplane? That's essentially a straw. But then instead of what would be normally be considered wings, you mm-hmm. make two loops of paper Ooh, around yeah, the straw yeah. ends. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And it just it flies ridiculously well if you do it right. It's actual insanity. I think I like learned that once and then I'm like, I'm gonna show another kid my age that they're stupid. <laughs> and it lasts all about like five seconds, but I was proud in that moment. Mm-hmm. Just like bet she this could fly. No, no, it won't. And then yeah, it flies. You're, you're living the high life. 
Jake's like, plane always went the furthest because he burned everyone else's down. <laughs> right, it does help. <laughs> Had the little so, uh, aerosol can in the lighter. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, any sort of competition uh, in life can usually you can improve your chances with a generous application of incendiary devices and the a proper measure and location. So that's how I got my job. That's how I got married. <laughs> no one's <laughs> if there's no one else around you know i'm just saying just i'm saying. trying to think of like a funny quip off this but i both i obviously know your wife and i obviously know your job <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah those statements are true um yeah those are just true just true you can't it would be weird to make a quip off of an obvious factual statement um but yeah paper airplanes are freaking great uh there's a bunch of different uh I mean, obviously the dart, that's your, that's your traditional, your classic style uh, plane. Oh, where you put all the massive paper at the front. <laughs> it, just, it just like weighted. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's the thing. I think that's the number one mistake people make is not getting proper weight distribution in their planes. That's absolutely key. Absolutely. It, what type? Is this strictly a piece of paper or is this with a straw? I think you could probably have some accessories involved as long as it's not just like, and the plastic like shape of a plane. And you're just like, all right, jam the paper in there. <laughs> Let's go. Um, it's a cool art form. I haven't done it in a very long time for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about paper? I, I only got a, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funniest thing I'm going to say tonight. I'm not even going to make a quip off that. I want to let that one sit because it was a good joke, Andrew. <laughs> um, but I remember anytime you had a paper airplane, like this is one of the, like the, one of the few things I'll remember to teach kids. If I ever have like super young cousins or like nephews or nieces, or just other people's kids. Right. Other, I, you, uh, you have other people's kids. <laughs> 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 um, but obviously like you just take an eight and a half by 11, uh, you fold it hot dog ways mm-hmm. and you then just kind of fold in to like make a nose. You do like a a brief crease for like wings. There you go. Yeah. But I have to imagine that there are people who are like, okay, I remember how to do this. You fold it in half, hamburger style. All right, you've already fucked up. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have now a stubby plane, and it's terrible, and you're you should feel bad. Yeah, I usually did, and do. Were you were you making stubbies? <laughs> I was just saying in general. Yeah, I, I don't know if I ever really got the proportions absolutely perfect. I always have one wing because it's like a little bit, a little bit too long, a little bit too short. Bit of a wonky wing. Yeah, a little bit of wonk. I made a lot of paper cranes back in the day. Oh, I would argue that's more sophisticated. It's, I mean, it's more folding, sure, mm-hmm. and you need a an exact dimension of paper. In that it has to be square. <laughs> right. I'm going to spend the rest of this episode trying to either confirm or deny, like build evidence or counter evidence to um, you being the origami killer. So just so you know. I don't know who that is, so I can't refute too much. <laughs> He's the uh, antagonist of Heavy Rain. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that is me. <laughs> oh okay <laughs> that's one piece of Spoilers. evidence <laughs> still, check out, still check out the game but it is me at the end um, <laughs> just it, not even a character in the game until like the last scene <laughs> you just show up 
you get like a bag of laundry you're like oh yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just walk in it's not even mocap it's just like a very shitty green screen <laughs> right. oh that'd be great oh, that'd be funny if i had the video editing editing abilities mm-hmm. and the wherewithal and the patience to do that that'd be a funny edit yeah i think out of all of our um episodes so far this is probably the the one with the most animatable segments so far i've been watching like um animated segments from podcasts like my brother my brother and me and things like that on youtube because they're hilarious you know um and you know just like basic sketching basic drawing frame by frame whatever go through it and uh someday that's that's the peak that's the peak of podcast attainment is you have a portion of your uh, podcast animated and thrown up on YouTube, monetized, and the animator makes more money than we'll ever make. I mean, it'd be nice for somebody to animate something for us. That'd be really cool. Mm -hmm. So anyways, (laughs) if there's any animators out there, (laughs) we'll, we'll, we'll pay you. We'll, we'll violate the agreement where we're supposed to be popular first and then have people animate our things. (laughs) Please make us popular. Thank you. Uh Oh man. But yeah, this is, this is talk cast episode. So we talk about whatever, what you've been eating. I had some brownies recently. Very Um, recently. I'm jealous because I'm not a big chocolate person. But man, brownies are fucking delicious. That's mm-hmm. the form chocolate should be in. It's yeah. chewy, it's flaky, it's rich. Um, but I it's had not... two salads today, oh. and a very thin chicken breast. <laughs> that that doesn't sound exciting. I'll be honest. But what what type of salads were they? Were they like spinach and? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one is like they're mixes as bags. Um, yeah. The Asian one is more cabbage based, mm-hmm. and then the Caesar one is just straight iceberg lettuce. Right. Nothing Ave. fancy. Um, True to Kaiser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't sound bad. I, <laughs> I I realize you have no idea how to like respond to that. There's not really a way to respond. Um, I mean, it's it's good enough. Yeah. Salads can be Tupperware, good. Shake the living shit out of it and then... Yeah eat in front of your monitor and then wait for the <laughs> wait for the podcast record right. to start. <laughs> <laughs> just look at the clock it's like 2 p.m you're like hmm. <laughs> yeah i wish i i do feel as i grow older that um i could substitute more meals with salads um like there's <laughs> in particular if i make decisions like i went over to um uh, we visited your apartment uh over the weekend and <laughs> yeah i don't know if you were i guess we should have told you about that. <laughs> i wasn't there apparently <laughs> yeah so like, let's just grab some of this stuff and go um but uh i had a, a hoagie was what they're called on the east coast i guess or some locations in the east coast sub sandwich is what they're called everywhere else i believe um and uh, it was like ridiculous amounts of meat just like italian meat just everything it was ridiculous it was absolute insanity i didn't pay any extra money for extra meat they're just like stuffed this thing absolutely full and 
I didn't want to like waste any of it. So I finished eating it and I was just like, this is miserable. And that would have been a great opportunity to eat salads like the rest of the week up until the brownies right before this podcast. It's it's something I can do for a couple days in a row. Mm -hmm. It does get repetitive, but it is like fairly quick and easy. Obviously, a pretty healthy option. Right. But after like day three or four, I really want some type of variety. Mm -hmm. So like it's nice to have some meat with it on the side or a bag of chips to kind of like round out the meal. So it's not just greens. Right. Oh, fuck. That's why they have so many different types of dressings. You're just like. That is true. It's like. Italian. It's why I have like a a crate of box ramen. All the noodles are granted the same, but the flavor (laughs) packets between Tuesday and Thursday, it's going to be a wild change up. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I do buy the box ramens, um, ramens, ramen, uh, but I don't usually use the flavor packets anymore. I use some like teriyaki sauce or something. Really? I find that pretty good. Yeah. I've never really enjoyed just the reconstituted noodles on their own. Hmm. I mean, the okay, noodles aren't particularly good. It's mostly for the teriyaki or um, soy sauce or something like that. Then why not just do pasta and teriyaki? Hmm. Huh. I would add something else to that. Otherwise, it's just like <laughs> awkwardly sticky noodles, and at that point, just go rice, right? But right. I hadn't considered that. Maybe I should just go rice more. I mean, the the noodles are pretty basic. If there's if you're not using the flavor pack, I guess in general they're pretty basic by design. Um, that's basically carbs and salt. <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> good stuff though yeah uh, anyways that's all i've got for the episode okay <laughs> i was gonna what plug you... magic noodles now but uh i can wait sorry what you been what are magic playing? noodles magic noodles you ask uh, i don't actually yeah <laughs> i do um, <laughs> so magic noodles is something i made in high school i probably mentioned it at some point to everybody who's talked to me at least once um mm-hmm. But the idea was, what are all my favorite things as a young teenager who likes carbs? Okay. So I took ramen. I yes. drained the extra broth, basically just made it with less water. So it was just very, the sauce was sticking to the nudes. Mm-hmm. And then I made mac and cheese. I also love mac and cheese. Okay. And right. a can of like Chef Boyardee, either ravioli or the beefaroni something. Right. And I took all three of those and mixed it in one pot with a giant wooden spoon. <laughs> and is, I still think it holds up to this day. That's the most college student thing I've ever It heard. is. It costs yeah. $3 to make. Um, <laughs> maybe less. Maybe more. Um, but it's very salty, very carby. But it had a, a complex layer of flavors. Yeah, that can help. Also, again, the variety is in which seasoning packet of ramen you choose <laughs> right i went oriental <laughs> i think like what are the flavors they have like chicken beef shrimp are those chicken, beef shrimp oriental mm-hmm. mushroom if we're talking like top ramen um the one that's always in absolutely full stock is shrimp like shrimp's good it's fine but like i never pick it up and no one else does (laughs) so it's it's always the one that there's like a a ton of stock remaining for i don't know i don't know where i was going with that observation i'm just saying you know you're saying we have to have scalpers buy uh shrimp top ramen instead of graphics cards yes 
please, <laughs> please move over to that. <laughs> we need to arbitrarily and uh, artificially inflate the value of top ramen to do so, I think. Yeah. I mean, some people will starve, but uh, the rest of us will get graphics cards. So, you know, it's probably worth it. It's, it is. That's fair. That's a good trade. <laughs> what is really the value of a human life? <laughs> and our next topic, our next topic we have lined up. <laughs> My eyes are bugging out over here. Um, uh-huh. So, Biomutant came out. Sure. That's a segue. Have you and- <laughs> seen anything for it? <laughs> you know I have Dave, but good setup. Um, looks like <laughs> trash. People, I mean, it's not. Doesn't look like trash. It looks bad. It looks good. Actually, is the one thing it has. I'm getting some mixed messages. <laughs> <laughs> looks like trash. Looks bad. Looks good. Um, You're it, hot, but in a bad way, <laughs> <laughs> right? <What>? You're melting. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, graphically, it looks good, but um, substantially, like. We talked about it a little bit beforehand. We had our suspicions that if your trailer shows a bunch of terrain and not a whole lot of gameplay other than running around and some of the set piece battles are all gimmicks instead of like the core gameplay, then what are we looking at, right? Like, why do you not want us to see what the game's actually like? And uh, as it turns out, I think our impressions... We're kind of on the money. Yeah, I've not really seen it reviewed too favorably. Mm-hmm. I've only known one person to have checked it out, our buddy Mike, and he didn't really have a great experience with it. And I think he refunded it as well. <laughs> that was uh, that's pretty low. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little mini game with you. Okay. Assuming that you haven't looked this up, uh, guess the Metacritic overall score. You could and you you could pick the platform: PlayStation Four, PC, or Xbox. I'm gonna say PC. I want to go into the PC category because typically, okay. mm-hmm. um, those perform less well on average. Okay, that's fair. Um, that's and true. I want to throw out a 57. So if we're going by a grading rubric, mm. it is still failing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not too far off. Uh, 67. So okay. an even 10 points off. Um, that would put it and like the average scoring below good. Uh, like, I think it's usually like it's not nice. Yeah, for sure. 10 is outstanding or like nearly perfect. Nine is excellent. Eight is great. Seven is good. Six point nine is nice. Yeah, that is. It goes it goes to nice. And then it's all trash. Right? <laughs> that's <Yes>. 6.8 <laughs> trash. Trash. Um, yeah. And you know, everything else actually like uh, PlayStation 64, Xbox 68. So, oh, um, I thought you were coming up with other consoles. I'm like, I'm not even aware of the PlayStation 64. <laughs> PlayStation 64. Yeah, Xbox of those, I would expect Xbox to just have their next console be called 68 for no reason. It's just like Series X, S, V5, Red Zone. <laughs> touchback oh so it seems like it's beha- behaving pretty sim- similarly across platforms yeah as far as they, reception uh whatever implementation is out there consoles have not saved it oh yeah so it's it's really hard i think to come up with a good open world game that stands out 
Because there are definitely good examples, like Horizon Zero Dawn we've talked about multiple times, uh, and what they do well in it. Mm-hmm. And I really think that Biomutant had a lot of cool ideas. Granted, this is I only know this from trailers. Right, um, exactly. But I feel like they could have done more with the, the core loop because the combat looked kind of generic and then the progression seemed kind of generic and the story seemed kind of generic. It just yeah. It fell into the I guess triple A category of games mm-hmm. for like what's your promise versus what you get. Yeah. It really was evocative of like speaking of what what you promised, what you get. It's evocative of indie games to me that are over hyped. I mean, notably, and this is to their own fault. Hello Games and No Man's Sky, like obviously a different deal here. Yeah, but same thing where people have AAA expectations of what is ultimately an indie game, and I'm not saying indie games should be lower quality than AAA games. We have some of our favorite games, I would say, like of all time, are absolutely indie games that were like passion projects and implemented really freaking well. Um, But if you really market yourself as a AAA game and you don't succeed on that front, then like prepare to be torn to shreds, right? And that's literally what Biomutant happened. Like what happened to Biomutant? Some of these deficiencies would not have seemed nearly as egregious. Yeah. If uh, if they didn't like, they weren't the next big thing. But if you cut the price in half, or mm-hmm. if you did something else with it, yeah. Or if maybe you promise like, oh, this is the first release. I'm be doing some free free LC later on for something else. Yeah, hedge your bets. Marketed it differently at all. I don't know. But yeah, it definitely seemed like this is the next big open world game. It's going to make you shit your dick out. Yeah. Like it seemed very, this is the next level of game. <laughs> that was, that was one of the things they were advertising. More people should have picked up on that. Right? <laughs> but if you yeah. saw IGN's review, it said like, uh, 6.7 did not shit my dick out. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfulfilled promise. Minus 20 points from the Gryffindor, I guess. Um, I just noticed that the uh, the top review uh, for the PC on, on Metacritic here is from GameSpace. Um, and I'm just going to read it because it's just an excerpt and it's really funny to me. For the first time in a long time, a game has lived up and in my opinion surpassed the hype hyped that's been created around it. Frankly, I'll be surprised if Biomutant, all caps, is not game of the year. <laughs> Prepare to be surprised. <laughs> With a 67, I don't think many people will be giving this game game of the year. <laughs> it's kind of like in 2019 having a Facebook post like, man, like life can't get any worse. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Reading the tweet in 2021, you're like, mm. or Facebook post in 2021, you're like, mm. it's like having the New Year's resolution to be healthy going into 2020. You're just like, oh no, why did I pick a hard mode resolution? There were people who invested in underground bunkers in 1999. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is going to pay off. You're like, mm hmm. Yep. True, true. But Outside of that disappointment, have you been playing anything recently? No. That you... Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm default answering no instantly to anything you ask. Just be contrarian. 
Did they? Um, did you get taken off the sex offender list? <laughs> There's not an answer for that. I know. I know this. This, this is a good one. I do like questions like that, though, where you can't answer it without. Um, they're, they're they're weasel questions, right? Like you can use them in politics, something like that to be like, oh, if you answer this directly in any way damned if you do damned if you don't exactly exactly those are fun questions though because it's kind of like a logic puzzle uh and your reputation is on the line if you (laughs) you screw it up um what fun yeah uh play more new vegas obviously still doing tale of two wastelands um way freaking better than fallout 3 uh having played fallout 3 immediately prior to this it um it was not worth, I think I told the story of like almost getting in a traffic accident by running a red light with Fallout 3 in the seat next to me. Yeah. Um, not worth it. And in retrospect, <laughs> going back, not worth, not worth it. Um, doesn't hold up nearly as well. And like Obsidian clearly took the entire base of Fallout 3 and like built a mansion on top of it by comparison to New Vegas. Like New Vegas has a lot of problems, but it's so much more playable. It's so much better game. Um, it goes to show the old tried and true statement. Bethesda games can be fun if you mod the living shit out of them. <laughs> I mean, until it's a different game. <laughs> um, but uh, so I've been playing that. And then the other one, which is much more novel, I guess, is Devil, Saver- Devil Slayer Raksasi, I think is how it said. It's like a top down roguelike ish. It's kind of slightly slower. I don't know how to not compare it to Dark Souls in any way because it has dodge, a stamina bar, and parrying. But okay, eh. so it's like a top-down Curse of the Old Gods, but also way different style. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of got like a janky sort of style to it, like almost like a flash game quality look. I think um, where like different segments are animated and then they do mm-hmm. it together. And you're like, right. it's one cohesive thing. You're like, no, that's some 2D marionette shit. Yeah. It looks pretty good, though, from what I saw of you playing. I played a little bit more of, after that one session. The game also, it so you, you saw me kind of like raffle stomping my way through until like what was presumably the final boss. Um, and it's just this linear path. Uh, and you have like the one character. Every time you beat a boss, you unlock another playable character. Um, and it's just basically for the most part, they have like different passive sort of like things you can unlock in their tree and their weapon. They start with a different weapon, nothing fit too fancy. Um, but the, uh, I was doing fine. Like I was going through, I was like, these bosses are not even that hard. Um, died finally at like the final boss had most of the characters unlocked and then was like all right i'll go to sleep next time i played it's like all right now pick your path and they do like the um slay the spire sort of like which route are you taking and there's different bosses on the different routes Mm -hmm. and they're all much harder (laughs) like i unlocked a bunch of bosses after the first playthrough and the second one started kicking my butt very quickly (laughs) um it took me a while to actually get a full clear of the game on normal mode and unlock the last character. So good. It's like, it's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I I think like gameplay wise, it's good, but, but like part of the thing that gets to me, so this is like, um, not necessarily implicitly indicative of anything, but it's kind of like Chinese made game with, um, very heavy 
like there's literally references like to the Ming clan and stuff like that. And I was just like, yeah, Ming dynasty, whatever. Um, all of this is kind of going on in the background. And the reason I say, yeah, whatever is because the game's like throwing the lore at you. And I'm like, I don't really care. I'm treating this like an action game, oh, gosh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like skiffing through it. So I don't really know what's going on. And I'm not particularly invested in that. And the other thing against it is it's kind of like skimpy in how they portray the female characters. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And there's not really at all a re- perfect example. When your character dies, they're like, oh, there's like a like freeze frame of them. If you beat the game, it's like cleared and you're like standing there victorious. But if you die, they're like dead on the ground or whatever. And it's just like, oh, and their clothes are torn. Not like in a graphic nudity way, but in a this could be graphic nudity way if it was like exaggerated any more than it is. If you're wondering whether or not she's wearing panties, she is. <laughs> right, exactly. It's literally something like that. And I'm like, why? Right? Like, who's playing this game? And they're like, boy, howdy. You know, this is the type of experience I want in my action game. It's like your mom shouts on the basement. What are you doing? It's like, just finishing some rocks EC. Come down here. It would would be a terrible game for that purpose. (laughs) It's very difficult uh, in the later phases. I don't like, in general, if romance or sex is put into a thing without a purpose mm-hmm. so like in game of thrones i get it's salacious but it's also like it's a good word. part of the dynamic of the show where you have these different people interacting falling in love hate fucking each other whatever it is right yeah so life like is in- cheap and so is everything else in yeah. westeros but like it makes more sense to have those interactions there than mm-hmm. when you're like uh, and these two characters love each other, and that's your reason for playing the game. Like, I, I don't know who this fucking person is. I don't give a yeah. shit. Or they're just like, "Hey, she's kind of a busty nurse." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, like, right. There's just there's no there's no reason for it to be there other than to have some provocative splash art for like people purchasing the game. But like you were, we were just laughing at like the breathing animations when you're selecting a character before starting a run because they're just like. The most exaggerated nonsense, like absolute insanity. To uh, to quote your wife, I think she described it aptly as uh, mm. the boobs were essentially separate entities that were just on that <laughs> character. <laughs> right. But they behaved yeah. entirely separate. It's true. And it's unfortunate because I think like the base gameplay is actually pretty decent. It almost has like it clearly has inspiration from like binding of Isaac. They literally have hidden rooms that you can like use items to dispel. The Classic glazed. binding of Isaac. Binding of right, Isaac right. was the first of its, <laughs> but also like it, when you get a relic for the first time, it unlocks it as a drop for future runs. Very binding of Isaac. Um, even the room layout is pretty binding of Isaac, but they're larger because mm-hmm. everything's kind of slowed down a little bit and you run. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's all right. I would only pick it up if it was on a significant sale and you didn't really have anything else super in the backlog for it. I don't think there will be an episode on it unless it gets really good. And then I buy it for Dave. (laughs) That sounds like a threat (laughs) (laughs) that I've executed in the past. (laughs) Marlo Briggs. (laughs) Granted, we will never have a Marlo Briggs episode. Um, That's fair. 
but that was that was like that backfired on me because i was like why is this game so bad that just playing through it and like being here for dave's torment is not enough to keep me going through the game (laughs) yeah i need to bring back some of those where i just like stream something for a bit yeah oh my gosh you could be the only marlo Briggs streamer in the world (laughs) there's a new category in twitch boys and girls um... (laughs) yeah but that's what i've been playing recently what about yourself i've been checking out and this is a big shout out to steven who got me on board with this knockout city oh so initially i think i saw a trailer for this on a youtube or whatnot and i'm Mm, like one of them that looks like some dumb baby game shit why would i care Mm -hmm. and then steve got it tried out some people he's like hey it's really fun you should try it and they have a free trial you can just play essentially the whole game until like level 25 Mm -hmm. so i got it and it's been great it's essentially 3v3 dodgeball where you can charge to throw a ball faster you can do quick passes with your teammates to charge the ball so it goes even faster beyond just you holding it charge yeah. You can do spin shots. You can do arc shots. You can deflect balls. You can catch balls. Mm-hmm. They have special ball types like cage, where you can make somebody a ball on the enemy team and throw them off the game. <laughs> you can turn into a ball, and your teammates can throw you. <laughs> and that sounds kind of great. It's a lot of a lot of stuff in it, but it's very simple and fun. Mm-hmm. But we've probably spent a good three or four hours playing it. Haven't finished That's the good. trial yet, but I'm probably going to pick it up. But we got so is, landed on board. We got AJ to play some. Is the trial, you said, to level 25? Is that just kind of like a natural growing level? Like Overwatch, it doesn't impact any of your stats or anything like that? It's just I think it's just for unlocking cosmetics and some other types of okay, stuff, yeah. Gotcha. And show like, oh, this person has been trying hard. But I don't think right. it shows level. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just a, a gameplay cap for the trial to get you on board. I think so. I actually have heard about this, and it wasn't until you started describing it that I realized. But because um, they weren't originally going to have, they had like a free weekend trial, mm-hmm. and then they extended it to just be all the time to level twenty five. Um, and I actually saw like some brief. I think I this is on Skill Up, I believe, is where I, the, where I heard about it. Um, and it looks it looks good. It looks like action packed. Kind of reminds me a little bit of like Splatoon or other type of like arena shooters uh, in a way. But obviously not. It's a, it's not a shooter. You're throwing dodgeballs, but um, that kind of same high energy, uh, small map vibe. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, I think this can be really fun. And especially coming off of the um, the the sort of like party game. Uh, hidden role or like fall guys among us all of those like easy to consume games there's probably more of a space for this type of game in the industry now not like massive teams but just having fun with friends yeah and it it is really fun just to get a squad together mm-hmm. and also if you have a squad you can be more cohesive because nothing will kill you more than just being outnumbered right mm-hmm. because you can catch a ball um, so there's two people. You might catch the first one, but the second one's going to hit you. Right. And you can technically deflect when you have a ball if you time it right, but the balls are quick. So if there's two people and you're outnumbered, mm, not so good. Yeah, hard to clutch. Yeah. But you can yeah. also do like pump fakes where mm-hmm. you do like a fake throw to see if they yeah. do like the grab animation. And mm-hmm. if they do the grab too early, you just whip it at them. 
Yeah. Where I like to do like a a jump pump fake and then do like a spin shot. <laughs> so you just release the throw and press E at the same time and it will arc it to the left or to the right huh. and then kind of home in. Um, there's tech. <laughs> is yeah. that what you're saying? There's, there's tech in the there's game. There's also a dash you can do. Mm. So if a ball is being thrown at you while you're doing like a shoulder check, it will deflect off. And if gotcha. somebody's holding a ball and you charge into them, uh, they will be knocked back and the ball gets kind of thrown up like, hey, it's free-for-all. So if you deflect it with like a shoulder dash, you're not out. Because if I was playing dodgeball and I well, just yeah. charged the ball, I'd be like, that's cool, I guess. But yeah. you're still yeah, you were hit by the ball. <laughs> yeah, those are your iframes, essentially. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool, though. I have to get a shot. Yeah, it's been really good. I would recommend everybody try it out probably for like, Maybe I should post it in the the chat for like a WAN party. Oh yeah, get some people, especially some if it's free. Oh well, yeah, mm-hmm. get everybody to download it. But it's it's fun. How much? Sorry, it's surprising how much fun I was getting from it when I did not expect to really have much. It's fun how much surprising it is. It is much <laughs> much surprising fun. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be it. so surprising. <laughs> that's what's fun. And it was as fun as I thought it would be, <laughs> but not nearly as surprising. Um, no, that sounds good. I, I, I like those those types of games. I do think that um, like full free to play games, I don't know if I'm as much a fan of that, but because, you know, you're going to end up buying cosmetics. Well, yeah, right. Like, how are they monetizing it? Um, but I do think that uh, trial type games, demo type games i've seen more demos for games come out recently and i kind of like that right like uh, i think i played a demo for um i cannot remember the name of the game i was about to talk about devolver digital very violent carrion there we go i had to open steam um and it's just like yeah get a taste for the game see what it's like pick it up if it's good people it's not very common at all to do that anymore and i don't know why because demos would be the easiest thing to distribute you can just download it it used to be a thing back in the day you get a demo disc or something or you could i guess download it trying to think of like the old days of like original shareware ps2 yeah but you get like a demo disc or something you try it out you're like it doesn't seem that bad i actually might pick it up yeah or i remember rentals back in the day we were like I want to see how I feel about it. And you're like, okay, it's pretty good. Yeah. I remember Id's old um, Commander Keen games. They were, those were distributed through shareware. Yeah. And they'd have like a level or two, like they'd have some amount of gameplay. Um, and then it's like, all right, like the demo is done. If you would like to purchase this, send $15 to this PO box. <laughs> That's literally what it had hard coded in the game. <laughs> and, uh, then they would send you off the uh, the rest of the floppy disks. Don't copy that floppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Well, even if you copied the floppy, that wouldn't help you because you would need yeah, we still to have the manual. And it would say, like, uh, to play the game, go to page 15, paragraph 2, word 3, and type that in. But and now there with was... the internet, you're just like, what's the thing? And it's like, <laughs> there you go. You're like, cool, there thanks. You go. 
<laughs> yeah, it doesn't really hold up compared to perhaps more sophisticated DRM technologies. But... Well, granted, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are they going to have? The paper media? No, get out of here. <laughs> right. PO Box is a great idea. Nobody has books. Um, but yeah, no, that sounds really cool. I think we will need to, and you mentioned that, obviously, in passing, uh, see what types of games should be played at the um- upcoming LAN party which will have occurred in the past for people that listen to this in the future, which is the only time that people will be able to listen to this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> through, through deduction. <laughs> There's only one outcome there, but land party will have happened. Has not happened yet for us. Um, looking forward to it. Yeah. I always expect it'll be a good time. Um, for us, for us folks at home, because hmm. um, we're not getting together in person, probably for at least another land party or two. Right. Um, we're going to be on cams, going to be playing some games, just hanging out online together. So we'll all be we'll all be on cams. Nobody, well, <laughs> everyone just watching the cams. I assume just be like, a <laughs> these corridors. Of people will be on cams for social reasons um, <laughs> nobody's doing tasks everybody <laughs> <laughs> oh it's a uh, okay yep I, I was slow on the among us joke um, that's all right and probably i'll grab some beer or something alcoholic mm-hmm. because i have the most fun when i'm doing party games that i don't necessarily enjoy but i'm drunk and i take it very seriously that's fair that is fair. I don't know what that's like, but yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I ingest a lot of sugar usually <laughs> in the land party. So that's that's right, equivalent. Jake, Jake will have a couple of bags of Skittles lined about. <laughs> you know he's serious when he goes from normal to tropical. He's like, oh, mm. we're fucking going. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I only named those two because I don't know the other varieties of Skittles. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like a berry something like some berry skittles i'm, I'm not going to be able to guess versus stra- uh, starbursts i did get a, all uh pink <laughs> I'm, I'm all over the place in topics but i got the all pink um starburst they're all right i mean those were the best ones yeah it, they recognize that i think it again that's another sign of like the modern era we were talking about like this whole fucking floppy disks and mailing money and mm-hmm. we're talking about like Oh, candy with a variety pack? No, just buy the thing that's all the one thing you want. Yeah. It's the same. Um, I, I do that with Tootsie Rolls, too. Vanilla-only bags of uh, Tootsie Rolls. The holiday vanilla Tootsie Rolls. Really good. I, I'm giving you a big squint on this one. You get a one-pound bag. I'm not bag. a big Tootsie Roll fan to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like. I don't think the, the originals are fine, but I, for some reason, really like the Christmas vanilla ones. And now, thanks to the internet, you can just buy like a two-pound or whatever bag of them at any point and make poor decisions. Hmm. Yeah. I need to look at some candy. I want to buy like multiple pounds of in bulk. Mm-hmm. That, that could be one of them or not in bulk. I'll be like, I would like a two pound thing, but send it to me weekly. Break this shit <laughs> up. Yeah. But you can't share those. Can't share it with folks at land party. Perhaps uh, soon, perhaps after this one. I anticipate people will probably be closer to being ready to get together. might be a question of uh, placement, location, availability, but um, I don't know. We've talked about it a little bit in, I think, the previous episode, but it's nice to be able to hang out with people again. 
Who have you been hanging out with recently? <laughs> At their apartments, I mean. Not, not necessarily with the people. <laughs> oh, my joke was more of like, who have you seen recently? Yeah. Uh, potential neighbor. We didn't hang out, but I was on the way to the car to um, go grab some groceries real quick prior to this episode. And I was waylaid by a person who walked up to me and was like, she was like, hey, I saw you walking out of that building. I'm not a stalker. I'm like, uh-huh. classic, great start. Uh, <laughs> great start, lady. And she's I'm like, oh, but I'm good. And she's like, oh, moving in there. You know, how are the neighbors? Um, like, are the outer doors locked? I was like, okay, a stalker and a thief. Great. Um, but answered all of the questions and then called the police, obviously. Now I walked away and I left. <laughs> <laughs> After after we exchanged pleasantries, I, I left. Thanks. Yeah. See ya. No problem. Whatever. Good day, madam. <laughs> uh, so anyways, it's not just you. But other than that one interaction <laughs> in passing with another human being, uh, I suppose we have interacted with you more than anyone else. That that was where my joke was trying to go to. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a long-winded, uh, here's the path. Uh, I but guess we Dave. end up there. I guess, <laughs> Dave. Um, yeah. Did you see I the had... new Elden Ring trailer? Oh, yeah. You know that. <laughs> we literally watched <laughs> it together. Did we watch it immediately beforehand? Oh. <laughs> immediately prior to this. Uh, Elden Ring's probably worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, what, what type of game do you think this is going to be like, though, if, uh, if you did see the trailer? If I had to guess... <laughs> If I really had to like narrow down a genre instead of just saying it's going to pick from multiple, yeah, mm-hmm. a smorgasbord, a souls like, yeah, I would say that would be that would be pretty derivative. I think you know it's a very populated genre. Jokes on you! They didn't show you all the match three puzzles that are going to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it very much does. Like it, it's it's a good trailer. Um, I think we were remarking. Like uh, I, I said that there's some similarity to Bloodborne in there, but definitely a lot more Dark Souls. But there's also a horse? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is Sekiro, obviously. There was a horse in Sekiro. You didn't ride the horse. My the name! <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a single horse. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, inspiration for multiple games, really. That's true. Game with a horse. Inspiration from Oblivion. Uh, we'll see if there's DLC for horse armor. Yeah, it's as long as I, as I've always said, From Sauce can keep making the same type of shit, and I'll keep uh-huh. buying it because they know what they do and they do it well. Yeah, like the core gameplay shouldn't even call it a loop, but like the progression, the level design, the interesting characters, the rich mm-hmm. deep lore that you have to the really worlds, look yeah. for. Um, it's just always fun and mysterious and kind of. I mean, typically kind of lonely because you're mm-hmm. like the the sole wanderer in like an abandoned, disheveled world. Yeah. But it's that exploration and progression that gets my PP happy all the time. Mm-hmm. So if it's going <laughs> to take the critical, it's going to be on the box. <laughs> ten out of ten. PP, uh, big PP up. Um, <laughs> Dave from Soapstone. <laughs> <laughs> No, no longer affiliated with stuff, so, um, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, if it's gonna just take a different form, 
I'm all for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I think Dark Souls and the Souls likes in particular are really they're a perfect example that you don't have to reinvent your own formula to keep people engaged. Um, obviously, so Bloodborne was very different from Dark Souls 1 through 3. And <laughs> it's funny. We, we can, hey, we can relate this to Dark Souls. We have infinite content, Dave. Oh There's no God. way we will need more content in this episode. Um, like Bloodborne was different. Dark Souls 1 through 3, very similar with differences in mechanics and bosses and world. But like it has more in common than it has divergent. Um, and sometimes those are traits that you see criticized in games, right? Like call of duty multiplayer, right? That is the go-to I think, right? They're like, all right, we're going to release a game every year, two studios, uh, infinity ward and Treyarch for the longest time. Right. And, uh, even though single player, you're like, maybe this is still an engaging experience. The multiplayer was just like, is it really, is it really different? I mean, let's kill streaks, I guess, and stuff. I don't know, but it wasn't divergent enough to really make it worth switching, you know, multiplayer in my opinion. Um, whereas like dark souls, we, how many hours have we put into dark souls? A lot. I die a lot, <laughs> but I've also done multiple playthroughs of probably one and three, mm-hmm. uh, two. I did once and I, I might do it again at some point because it's Souls the longest one, one doesn't launch it's anymore <laughs> Yeah, without that shitty resolution issue. Yeah. Dark Souls two, two was the longest one too. I think there was like 40 bosses or something. If you actually cleared all of them, it was yeah. actual insanity. Um, but I mean, coming from all of that, were you looking at Elden Ring, the early trailers, the teasers, we really didn't get a feel for how the game was going to be. And we've received word that Dark Souls, the Dark Souls series is done. It's complete. Um, so unless they're like JK and this is actually part of it, which I would be a little disappointed with, I assume just mechanically it could be similar. Sekiro was the last game and like, the souls like type games that are made. And that had some very significant differences in gameplay. Um, do you feel coming back to the question? Do you feel, are you, are you at all disappointed that this isn't going in a, doesn't, it doesn't appear to be going in a different direction like Sekiro did instead. It's closer to that core dark souls. Um, so I still think we're going to probably see more in upcoming trailers that's going to kind of distinguish it more so. Mm-hmm. I feel like we watch the trailer as Dark Souls fans and we're like, oh, this is probably the thing from Dark Souls, like a dodge roll. This is probably this type of enemy or this type of thing. Um, but then like they added stuff like the horse, which makes me think that there will be some type of open world or more open areas. Right. Um, so I feel like there's be some other things to separate it Mm -hmm. but still even if it's still pretty mechanically close to dark souls i don't care (laughs) i like that type of game so much now Mm -hmm. it's just i know i'm gonna spend a lot of time in it i know i'm gonna be hyped to talk with you ian and other people about like 
I played through this thing and like this one boss was kicking my ass. You're like, really? I that one's right. easy for me. And then maybe <laughs> I just got the monkey from Sekiro to come into the game and beat him up for me. <laughs> God. Um I remember that I had to like copy your strategy for beating that. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus fuck. Because that was probably my most deaths that or Owl, maybe. Yeah. But then like the last boss, I'm like, ten? Ten seems like enough. Yeah, you'd smash Sword Saint. I really had trouble with Genichiro and Sword Saint, but I don't know um, how it happened, but it thank God it did. But yeah. I like that working through something to like get your ass kicked, but you're having fun doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus you're just like, I just want to be done with this game. Yeah. It's more so like I don't want it to end, but I'm glad that they're giving me a challenge. So it's not just a here's your victory lap. You found all the gems now kick yeah. this guy in the shin for like a gimmick fight you know yeah i got that or i get that it's the struggle that i like and that'll probably that'll still probably be present just based off of the trailer um to contrast it to what sekiro was uh early what the difference is in portrayal i would say not to be completely contrarian but in the sekiro trailer they specifically emphasized the prosthetic limb and how it was going to like change fights um and the resurrection mechanic and they really put more focus on that it does seem with this elden ring trailer the things that are in focus for the most part are dark soulsy things like there's a spectral blade like raised above his head like he's going to drop it really reminiscent of um the uh, like great magic weapon sort of uh the the spells like um soul seeking great sword or whatever it's called all of those spells that you cast and their weapons for the duration um, for like a long, a big swing or something. Um, even the art, very evocative. Literally, like the sword posture. Oh um, yeah, it's one hundred percent. That's why, like, after we watch it, we're like, so it's Dark Souls. It's yeah, it's um, it's more Dark Souls than anything else. It's more Dark Souls than like Bloodborne. Um, so far, yes, definitely. I still That's think they're going like. to kind of lay drop something else for more of a twist. Mm-hmm. Because again, it's still Miyazaki, but it also has George R. R. Martin's hand in it. Right. Which we really only know him from. It's going to be Dark Souls with boobs, is what you're saying. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> it's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that, that actually would be a perfect game. I just more great chests ahead would be ideal <laughs> we've just duplicated the um Gu- uh guinevere uh, <laughs> model illusion for different <laughs> locations in the game yeah it's i mean i'm obviously really excited about it i'm finding reasons to be nitpicky but it looking like a different dark souls like game with similar mechanics in a new new universe with new lore it's good for us we're gonna have a good time with it. It's good for Vadi. It can save his career or <laughs> keep it from <laughs> being extinguished again. Um, and I, I mean, even just this trailer, this is gonna give him months, probably. <laughs> if, you, if you'll notice here on frame forty-seven, <laughs> it doesn't even sound like I mean, him, but yeah, uh, I, I realize that now that I brought him up, you're creating my own segue. As, as we run out of time have you ever seen Vadi? like his early videos actually has him 
and oh, he's, he's like a remarkably attractive oh yeah he's like a good chiseled individual yeah uh-huh. i think for something else he was talking about like oh i've been streaming on twitch and he was talking about like some art competition mm-hmm. or whatever with some from soft game obviously but yeah. like it it showed him and his like setup and i was like oh <laughs> right why talk too much shit on him anymore <laughs> <laughs> right uh but um i have nowhere to go with that i just thought it was a funny side Elden Ring looks really good. Um, there's basically no percent chance that I don't pick it up unless, like, at the eleventh hour, they're like, "And it's a PlayStation Five exclusive." Oh my I'll god! I, I still really want to play Demon Souls, um, uh-huh. but I'm not going to be getting a PS Five for probably two years at this point. Yeah, unless I came over a friend's house who I think has it. Hi hi hi. Well, we've already established that once you make that jump. I'm going to visit your apartment and then you won't have it. So. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> I'll have Jake play rent for like a week. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it has been announced for Xbox, PS4 and Windows at least. So that's good. I, I would assume there's also going to be a PS5 version. I think I'm just going to keep everything on PC for now. Mm-hmm. Like Bloodborne obviously was on PS4 because it was PlayStation exclusive. Seems like a good reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like at some point I do want to upgrade my actual setup. Yeah. But I'm just so used to like playing here at the computer with my Xbox 360 controller mm-hmm. wired. And that's just how we've done FromSoft. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have a very competitive monitor now too. That's like, it's it's pushing up against uh, the any of the advantages you would have with like a full TV as far as like a game playing experience. Um, yeah, take that other people who are trying to say they have better monitors than me. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. But I think that, uh, I mean, I'm excited for more news. Hopefully more news has come out um, over E3 about Elden Ring. Maybe some more uh, specifics on it. I'm curious if they're going to, like, I don't think we have any information about whether it will have online components. They didn't showcase any invasions at all in the traditional sense. And Sekiro only had NPC invasions, right? There was no online component to that at all. True. Um, so we don't know. There's a lot of we don't knows about it. So perhaps some of those questions will be answered. Perhaps you, future listener and current listener, depending on your time frame, uh, know the answers to those questions. And if so, why are you not telling us? We need to know. So we can edit it and re-release the episode. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Called it, yeah. Do you think um, they're going to have news for Hollow Knight 2 ever? I hope. <laughs> that would be the weirdest thing to just, like, cancel. We had a yeah, massively successful it, first game. But Let's never. I, mean, I think it's been about two years since yeah. they had anything shown. I think it was E3 as well. Yeah. That would be good. I'd be I'd be excited to see that. I feel like this is the equivalent of like, who do you think is going to show up to the party on Friday? You think Jamie's right. going to be there? I don't know. She's really popular. She doesn't <laughs> like, usually well, go to these type of parties. <laughs> well, we invited Far Cry, but Far Cry never shows up to this <laughs> stuff. Far Cry has their own thing. Um, yeah, I I hope so. Uh, but at the same time, given some of the prematurely released games that I've been interested in, in over the last year, um almost the entirety of this ire is directed at cyberpunk 
uh, for the astute listener. <laughs> um, uh, I would rather them just go full radio dark and then come out and be like, by the way, Silk Song. And then just, the crowd goes wild, right? Yeah. <laughs> Downloads, Steam crashes. Um, I would rather have that than continue to be kind of strung along. If they've had any sort of difficulties and things like that, I mean, they should, you know, and they, they can definitely state that, but I'm not in a rush for it. My backlog's still like 20 games long. Yeah, I I prefer to be like pleasantly surprised by something or even be like, hey, this has been out for two days. You're like, what? There's another Delta Rune? What? <laughs> right, yeah. Because like that's, it's really exciting because you're like, I gotta, gotta do it now. I'm already behind. Versus like the play-by-play update necessarily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to just wait. If if the game is really good, you've got that established following. You don't have to hype it up years in advance. Again, just really ragging on Cyberpunk here, but <laughs> um, hey, even StarCraft Ghost, let's take more digs at that. You yeah, fucked up. <laughs> they eventually did release the uh, uh, Nova missions, but it was obviously not a first-person shooter, so. Mm-hmm different thing entirely i would say the chances of starcraft ghost coming out are pretty low for this uh this e3 if it did though <laughs> it would be hilarious i'd still tell yeah. blizzard to go fuck themselves but i think it would it would engender no goodwill it would probably hurt them more <laughs> but, than any but other it's news. a mobile game in blizzard <laughs> fashion uh-huh it's really funny they didn't really even follow up on that like after the mobile announcement they kind of just let that fade into the I shadows. think they realized that literally nobody wanted it, but mm. I think it's just a sunk cost because obviously they paid whoever to that Chinese company that has an identical game um, to reskin it for them. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just think that they thought it was better to not go ahead with it for after the reception it received. Yeah, it was announced 2018. It's planned for release this year, Diablo Immortal. They're not talking a lot about it, and I understand why. Actually, they did talk about it in the last BlizzCon, and they immediately transitioned. Like They're just like, Diablo Immortal, still a thing. By the way, Diablo 2 Remastered. Look at this. Look at this. People like this, right? This is a good game. We made this in the past. We're making it now. Diablo 2? (laughs) 2. What's 2 times 2? Diablo 4. That's also coming out. (laughs) Do the math. (laughs) Agitate yourself. (laughs) You know, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure that there's going to be some really cool stuff shown at E3 that we'll want to talk about after the fact, but uh, we don't have time to talk about it now and we don't know about it. So if you guys perhaps did see something that you really liked at E3, you could send in a message telling us about it in the form of uh, email at soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you could send in a message that other people on the internet can view as though it was posted publicly um, for anyone to see, really, at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Sayonara, muchachos. Sayonara, muchachos.